0: This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If this is your first episode that you've listened to, then welcome. I went back and listened to an episode because I'm new to podcasting. I was adding it to the website that I added to to make it get to you, and... (laughs) That was a mistake. (laughs) Listening to myself. Oh my goodness. I'm coming across a little more stiff than I'd like to. Um, I can sense my nerves. And part of that is I've wanted to start this podcast for so long. I've had all of these ideas. I get get to the mic and I'm like... (laughs) Crickets. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to say it. And it's just like, err so part of that is the buildup of all these ideas and um, just, you know, nerves. If you guys want to do something, don't sit on it too long because sometimes all this um, energy and momentum behind it, before you pull the trigger, before you start the thing, it can it can cause kind of flight, fright, freeze mode. You know what I mean? It can build up into kind of a nervous energy. So that's kind of what's happened and it's okay. It's a learning process. It's a curve and I will find my groove. I still like the content that I've been putting out. I just, I feel stiff. When I listened back, I was stiff. I'm not going to listen back anymore. (laughs) Um, I had to make sure the sound worked though. So for that purpose, I'll just listen to small little clips and not the whole thing because I was cringing. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about empaths why you need to know if you are one. Most of you listening are an empath. Um, I'll go over exactly what it is and why it is ever so important that you know if you're an empath or not. So In a previous episode, I talked about developing psychic skills and how it can enhance your life. With things like precognition and mediumship, that's totally true. It can enhance a person's life. But it really is up to the person if that's something they're into. And that's totally fine. If they don't want to take steps developing that part of them, it's not for everyone. But if you're an empath and are unaware of it, the impact on your life can be huge And in a potentially negative way. So we all know what empathy is, the capacity to understand what another person is experiencing from within your frame of reference. So to imagine yourself in someone else's position. Being an empath though goes deeper than that. It's not only when someone's aware of others emotions, it's when they feel those emotions themselves. And rather than just emotions, I'll use the word energy because empaths can also feel physical aspects of a person within themselves. And it can be even more layered than that. So I'll use the word energy mostly. So I'm going to say a little list of things that if you relate to, you're very likely an empath. Signs you're an empath. You have always been a highly sensitive person. Movies can make you Ball your eyes out. People pour their hearts out to you. You feel the need to isolate, to recharge. Reading sensational news headlines brings up a lot of emotion. Nature replenishes you. When people have unhealed trauma, it's very apparent to you. Flaws in complex social systems aggravate you. And you get a natural high from a great time with a small group of friends. That's not an exhaustive list, of course, but it hits the mark. When I first discovered I was an empath, I would read lists like this and I would feel seen. There's always one thing that I read that I couldn't really relate to. A lot of lists include, Empaths often feel overwhelmed in crowds. Many of you are saying, yes, that's me. Now, everything else on all these lists was me to a T, but the crowds thing, it didn't resonate. So I put my intention on it and really gave it some thought. Then I had a memory. It was one of those little nuggets that I was likely brought by a guide because this memory played in my head like a movie. And this doesn't happen to me often. A little context before I get into it. I live in British Columbia. I have all my life. No matter where you are in the world, you likely know of the city of Vancouver. So that's where this memory takes place. Vancouver's on the ocean, and each summer there's a huge international musical firework festival called the Celebration of Light. It happens over several days. There are countries that compete against each other, and each country is on a different day. So I was about 18 and went there with friends. We took the train and walked several blocks to the beach before the fireworks. Um, We found a good little spot on the beach. The fireworks are set off on the water from barges. Uh, It's pretty neat. My friends and I found a great spot on the sand and we watched the show. It was Canada's night and the crowd was very amped. (laughs) And when the show ends, thousands of people need to make their way off the beach. Talk about a crowd, right? So I had this very vivid memory, which was like a vision. I saw myself preparing to walk off the beach through this crowd. I intentionally put a bubble around myself, like a metaphysical boundary. I made sure to keep my friends close. I even held one of their hands and I felt like a protector. The bubble was something so real to me that I could practically see its edges with my mind's eye. I also braced myself, making my physical body strong, grounded, and somewhat rigid just in case people fell into me or pushed me. I felt very capable when I did this. So the memory obviously came up for a reason, and it's interesting to me because I was not an aware empath at the time at all. But having been an empath all my life and knowing on a subconscious level that a huge amount of people can have an effect on me, I just did what felt right. I was unknowingly following my intuition. So the lists with feeling uneasy in crowds never resonated with me because I protected my energy and felt like kind of a badass, to be honest, in crowds. (laughs) So even when people are unaware that they're an empath, They can often feel guided as to how to protect themselves, even if it's on a subconscious level. So I want to share a little visualization that came to me about unaware versus aware empaths. Imagine two friends walking down the street. For whatever reason, I see these as cartoon figures in my head. I'm going to go with it. (laughs) You imagine them how you'd like to imagine them. Both of these friends are empaths. Each of them has an energetic field. Remember, our energy isn't in our body. Our body is in our energy. So imagine their auric fields around them. Let's put a color to it. The friend on the left has blue. The friend on the right has purple. They started their day well and are feeling great. They're walking down a busy city sidewalk as they walk past many people of all walks of life the friend on the left has all kinds of colors coming into their field their own blue is sometimes clouded with green or red or yellow the point is it's not their color the friend on the right keeps their purple beautiful and bright and clear and it's like a bubble nothing's getting in now they go and have coffee or do whatever they're doing And the poor blue friend has taken on inauthentic energies of other people. They're holding on to it now. And it's not even theirs. They have no idea. As the day moves on, they feel emotional and aren't even sure why. They get confused. And they feel ashamed of themselves for not being normal. So they were both empaths. The difference is, one is aware and they are practicing energetic boundaries. The blue friend is unaware and acts like a sponge taking on energies from strangers without even realizing it. Of course this is a very simplified example, usually it takes more of an interaction than just walking down the street to take on another person's emotions, but I wanted to give you that visual because I think it might help some people. Unaware empaths can go through life alright, though they often do become overwhelmed without understanding why. But they can also go a few other ways that are a bit more intense. They can become so incredibly hypersensitive to others' energies that they become a mess. They can get what some people refer to as energy sick. They can often become anxious and depressed and almost always they become people pleasers. Another way an unaware empath can go is to recognize that they cannot go through life always overwhelmed. So they put up walls around themselves, but not in a conscious and appropriately protective way. It effectively blocks not only the energies of others from coming in, but also blocking their own emotions from getting out. They become... Flat, lackluster humans that are often ticking time bombs ready to implode because they haven't been emoting their own feelings. some unaware empaths vacillate between the two of these, and both of these reactions to one's highly sensitive nature makes for a person who doesn't function at their full potential. It also puts them at risk of getting caught up with narcissists or people who are highly manipulative. Because an empath without boundaries will do anything to help people, smooth things over, bend over backwards, anything to make somebody else feel good. And that is a narcissist's dream. So knowing if you're an empath is a big key. And the first step in understanding how to become an empowered empath. For some people, it takes time after figuring out if they're an empath before they step into their power. But you have to start somewhere. When it comes to using this as a superpower rather than a burden, there are a few things you can do. It really has a lot to do with getting really intimate with your own energy and understanding what your own energy feels like. That makes it much easier to determine if you're taking on other people's shit. Ways that can be done are making time in nature a priority, spending time alone in silence, Taking time to feel your own emotions without resistance, any type of meditation, sitting in the power, and those last two we'll definitely talk about on future episodes for sure. When you do know what your own energy feels like, you get a leg up. It's then easier to recognize if you're giving away your power. It does not mean everything becomes exponentially easier. It does allow an empath to recognize when they need an energy adjustment. Then when you do find that you've absorbed negative energy or anything that isn't serving you, you can call back in your power. You can create personal energy clearing practices. Some people use grounding salt baths, smudging, getting Reiki treatments, whatever feels right to the individual. Anything that helps you feel like that purple friend with a clear, bright, energetic field. When an empath is better able to pick and choose when they use their abilities, it's a game changer. You can consciously open yourself up to feel others' energies for a purpose instead of just willy-nilly because you didn't have boundaries before. A few examples of intentionally allowing another person's energy in would be a healthcare worker could intentionally tune in in order to better diagnose or help a patient. Partners can tune into each other's heart space to be receptive to each other, either for emotional support or to come together and blend energies in order to feel truly connected. A medium intentionally blends with a spirit in order to perceive the essence of who they are And get that across to their sitter. So you can see how being an empowered empath can be like a superpower. Now that I understand my own gift of being an empath a little bit more. I'm always talking to people about their own ability. Because an empath can always see that in another person. We see each other. That's part of it. So I'm always talking to my friends and family about it. And uh, I want everybody who's an empath to know about it and really tap into the power that they can. Um, That is it for this episode, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Until we meet again, friends.